If you're having paranormal issues, contact us at mwghosthunters.com. From the files of the Midwest Ghost Hunters. All right, Midwest Ghost Hunters site investigation, recorder one. Oh, Justin, right there. Something just moved behind you. Yes, it did. What the f*** was that? What happened? Something touched my ear, man. What's that? This is Dark Matter with Midwest Ghost Hunters. Today, talking about haunted locations across the country. Dark Matter with Midwest Ghost Hunters. We are live from one of those haunted locations, which is Pythian Castle in Springfield, Missouri. We've been put on the National Registry of being a certified haunted location. I don't know how you get the certification, but apparently we have it. Is there like a a, a, a council or, or something that oversees these things or a, a commission? I don't, or... I don't know how like people go through and certify a place haunted. But oh, I um, do it all the time. We do it. I mean, we, well, we use the haunted stamp. I mean, yeah, after Midwest true. Ghost Hunters has been there, we can declare if it's haunted or if it's not. But no, I, I don't know, know either. Another one. But as far as like putting it on like the registry, because there is some kind of haunted registry out there, because we're considered one of the most haunted locations in the state of Missouri. I don't know how that's determined, but okay. I mean. Well, there are different it. lists, because I was just doing like, oh, yeah, l- you're... looking up some stuff for, for some podcast discussion topics and that's when we thought of the idea of the most haunted yeah. places in the U.S. And there is different lists that have them in different order. But you'll see like the same ones in yeah. a different spot on that list on, in almost every one of them. So what, there's got to be some kind of evidence. I'm, I'm curious. What's the number one? Is, is there a number one ranking? Uh, the one that I, I well, I, I'm not using any one specific website because I don't want to get, you know. Yeah. I don't want people to think we're just like. Ripping stuff we're, yeah, that we're just that we're so, just. In, I'm just one. curious what that particular website thinks is the number one haunted. Well, place. The, the, the common theme that I'm seeing across a lot of them here in the U.S. is it's always in like big civil war, you know. Uh, okay, like Savannah, so like, Georgia, you know that there was a couple. Of you know, I uh, for years and years we used to uh, my uh, my brother-in-law and I used to go down to uh, Mardi Gras season. It, a lot of times people think of Mardi Gras as Fat Tuesday, and it is, but the, it, there's a whole season for Mardi Gras in the South. And when you go down to some of those areas, you know, just the area kind of lends itself to a very creepy feel. Well, if field. you're talking about like New Orleans and stuff, yeah. that's New- like the area where like the whole practice of voodoo yes. and stuff. Yeah, and you, you also have, regardless if, if you don't believe in anything paranormal at all, New Orleans is an area that really kind of is built for, uh, for creepy movies that because... They can't bury people underground. I've always wanted to go to the cemeteries down there. Yeah, I, I have. I've always I've, wanted to go. I've been into them, and I tell you, they are, they're old, and they're very creepy looking. Uh, it, it's an area where uh, Anne Rice, uh, the, the real famous uh, writer, uh, she grew up in those cemeteries. It's really just kind of a creepy area, and I can certainly see where a lot of the stories come out of New Orleans. If you ever go to New Orleans, and, and by the way, we don't make anything off of this, but if you ever go to New Orleans, the ghost tours, the vampire tours are very much worth it if you're into the paranormal. I haven't been down there since I was a kid, so I'm sure things have changed immensely. But I've always wanted to go down, go through the cemeteries. It's quite, uh, it's quite an interesting uh, to place to check out. Melissa, out of uh, all of them, because you've, you've done a lot of travels, you've been everywhere. Other than Pythian Castle in Springfield, Missouri on a Tuesday night, one of the best places to come and do, <laughs> to experience paranormal activity, what would be the, the, the one you recommend for everybody to go to? Well, um, if you're local to the area. She means Southwest Missouri. Southwest Missouri. Take a drive up to St. Louis, go see the Limp Mansion. Um, they had, I believe, three members of their family commit suicide in the mansion. You can go up there, stay the night. It's like a bed and breakfast. Or you can head down to Eureka Springs, Arkansas, go to the Crescent Hotel, go to the Basin Hotel. They both have activity. 
If you want to take a journey and take a road trip, I always recommend Waverly Hills. What about the place that Ty was going to go to and then backed out? The Oh, the, the Sally House. Yes. The Sally House um, is very well known for activity. I used to know the people that lived in it when they had all the activity that kind of made it famous. I personally won't set foot in the building because of the things I've been told by the previous tenants. I know a lot of people go in that house and they don't have anything bad happen. But I err on the side of caution. Sure. Is, it, is, it, is the reason just like the, the severity of the, of the activity? Yeah. Like the stories and stuff? Like it, yeah, people have been thrown down the stairs, scratches. Things have been set on fire in the house. Huh. And I just don't necessarily want to be in that type of situation. Well, you certainly wouldn't want to recommend that. But a lot, I mean, I mean a lot out. of people, that's like they're on their bucket list is to go to the Sally house. And, they want, and that's cool. I'm not telling people not to go there. I personally won't go in the building. And that's coming from the people who used to live there who basically said, please don't set foot in that building. So I, a lot of closed hospitals, a lot of um, uh, you see those on a lot of the ghost shows, the, the closed up sanatoriums, the closed up uh, old hospitals and things like that. Schools. Yeah. To, to me, I think one of the biggest, biggest things that, where I wouldn't want to go in and do those things like they're doing them at two and three o'clock in the morning. You, I would be afraid of animals more than anything else. I'd be afraid of other people more than anything Yeah, else. other people would scare me. And I have been afraid you know? of other people when we're at investigations yep. before, you know? Yep, sure have. Well, and it, it depends what kind of place. Now, if you're talking a place like you just stumble across an abandoned building in the middle of the woods, yeah, sure. there's going to yeah. be yeah. animals, bugs, God knows what else. But places, mm -hmm. places like Waverly Hills where there's no windows, there's going to be bats. Yeah. Like yeah. I had a bat almost take my head off the last time I was there. He had to duck. So yeah, places like that. And another thing, if you guys decide to go do the urban exploring, please make sure whatever building you go into is not on private property so you don't get shot at. Yeah. And please don't be one of those people that, that trespasses. Be safe if yeah, you're going to go off and I, I do that those, kind of stuff. I see those YouTube, that, I get yeah. recommended that all the time, and it's always somebody that's sneaking in somewhere. Yeah, just just be smart, and, you know, it may look like an abandoned building, but someone probably owns it, so just don't, the, do, the, don't be stupid. Going back to, like, your, your, you were talking about New Orleans, the top two on this list is Savannah, Georgia, and New Orleans, Louisiana. Wow. I can completely understand that. So, and they have that culture, you know, of, of like the voodoo and the witchcraft yes. and that is, kind of thing. Is the Myrtles plantation, is that in Savannah? I don't know. I don't know where that is. I haven't ever... It's down south somewhere, but that one, the Myrtles is one that I would like to go to. And, and both of them mention like Civil War era type stuff. Well, see, New Orleans is a uh, town that was founded by uh, thieves and prostitutes. And We're it, picking up a lot of New Orleans subscribers well, today. Well, it's... <laughs> It's, it's a town that has a very rich party culture is what I'm talking yeah. about. So, you know, it, it's a cool town to go visit. Oh, I guess visit. we should mention to, to people that if, if anybody's wondering, is Chris just being very quiet today? Oh, yeah. He, where is not, Chris? He, I don't know. Where did he go? Where did he go, John? Chris? Yeah. He's uh, on assignment. He's on assignment. Okay. Okay. All right. Yeah, he's not here today, just for anybody wondering. Yeah. Uh, the next on the list is Chicago, Illinois. Ooh, so like gangster mob stuff. Okay, now I've never heard stuff. that. Oh. It mentions yeah. that stuff. Mob stuff. Because there yeah. was a street there where 200 people were killed, like a massacre. Oh. So, like, that's we need to take a road trip a to Chicago. Trip. St. Augustine, Florida. Dozens of haunted locations. Isn't that the oldest uh, city? I don't, I don't know. St. Augustine's got some kind of oldest something I don't know. in America. There's apparently a jail there that is very 
haunted. St. Augustine lays claim to being the oldest city in the U.S. The found, oldest city. Okay. Founded in 1565. All right, that's interesting. I guess they're not counting, like, the uh, the colonies and stuff. Did you know, I read this the other day, I didn't read this on this, that in New York City, if you sell a house and you do, do not disclose that there's paranormal activity there, they can rescind the sale of the house. What? You, you can go to court. Oh, my God. Okay. Will, I'm 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 now hooked on this one. Yeah, you gotta how, go. You gotta go more into this. That's all I know. How do you how do you know that it is? Uh, who who certifies it? Mm-mm. I don't know. See, I don't know like how that would work. Like who goes in there and says no? There's ha- there's there's this place is haunted. Can we know. all have that job? I it's just I kind want of that job. I'm kind I went of wondering. Down a rabbit hole of this the other day because then I also read about like there's a push apparently somewhere in some tiny little part of the internet. To encourage paranormal investigators to get formal training. From whom? Well, like some, From of, us. It, some of it said like psychology. Like that makes a little bit of sense, I guess, if you got like some kind of like psychology. Chris training. and I both did, we had, we do, but. Psychology? Mm-hmm. You're a physical therapist. We had to, we, we have to take psychology classes. Okay. Well, that's what it said. It's like a psychology degree will. See, one here's, the the, oh, cool. here's the problem with, uh, number one, I think that's kind of a cool law. That you have to disclose if you've got a house that is uh, that is haunted. But how do you determine whether you right? But how would you do that? Because let's say yeah. that the again, it, let's talk about the house that we always talk about. Go back to Willard. Let's say that they came in and they said, "Okay, we hired these Midwest ghost hunters." Which one? I don't know. Do you really right, consider but, us hired because we don't get paid anything? But they, the Midwest ghost hunter guys, come in. We go, we go through the house. We searched it from top to bottom. We caught nothing. Right. Not a thing. But can you also imagine us having to like go into court and present evidence that a house was haunted? <laughs> but what? Because the, the, the outcome of a, of a cell depends on it. Well, and this would be big, big money. And yeah. then they could turn around and sue us. Or, well, what yeah. if the people who own the house didn't believe in ghosts, so mm-hmm. they didn't realize that anything that was right. happening was paranormal? Right. Right. It could be too. They could still get in trouble. Uh, and and also, how does the person who bought the house prove that that activity had already existed? Right. So right. Because it know. could be a pre-existing condition. Right. <laughs> I'd like to see all this play out in real life. Yeah, that, I know. I read that. I read that, and I was like, "Well, has this ever been? Has this ever been an issue? It has to have been at some point." I don't know how that you could ever ever enforce that through any form of credibility at all in a court of law because. You're going to go in there, and even if a place is super, super active, we could go there on a night, not catch anything. Does that then prove it's not haunted or it's not haunted that night? I don't know where you do that. I mean, that's that. like that here. You know, there are days, times here that nothing happens, and then you come back a week later and all hell breaks loose. So there's this California real estate agent that says that stigmatized property can sell for 10 or 25% less. And I guess by stigmatized, they mean that there's been like, oh, that that's a ghost house. Or you someone's know. been like murdered in it. Yeah. Or, right. Yeah, yeah. Maybe that's something like that. But that's going to, that, that can, that can decrease the value on its own. Well, right? depending on who the buyer is though, they might pay more for it. Right. Yeah. That's another thing I could talk about is that a lot of people like would want that for whatever reason yeah. they think they would. Yeah. See, but I think a lot of people think their houses are haunted when they're not. Yeah. I think that you see that yeah. happen a lot. Definitely. You know, I can't say that it's not because unless you live there, unless you're there all the time. There's been a couple that we've went to where I can definitively say, <laughs> you know, there's, there's, a few there's, there's been a couple. Yeah. Uh, and th- there's been a couple like that. I can be like, okay. But that's really interesting though. When you, when you think about how would you determine that 
Who would be the governing body? Like That's what I was about to say. Like you would have to in have a court something. of law. Somebody's got to be the governing body of over all the paranormal. The chief paranormal yeah, on I mean, CPO. Yeah, how, how would you do that? I mean, and then do you have a paranormal commission? Well, yeah, like how do they get have, certified for you that? You would have to have lawyers familiar with the paranormal. Court and like just going up in court and presenting snaps. We could be getting randomly. paid for this. Hey, right. don't, don't knock the snaps. The snaps are a thing. I like the snaps. It's interesting. That, that's all. That's a little, that's all I have for you. I haven't been able to look up. Anything See, that's else to me that. is really fascinating because I don't know how you would go about. Uh, I don't know who would be the certifier of it, and then and then could you quote unquote remove it? What happens if you get a priest or whatever that comes in, and then the people that are that buy the house are atheists who don't believe that? How could you remove them? I don't know. And then once it once it's been certified that it is. Do you have to then, like, if my house, if you're selling a house and it's certified that it has termite damage or whatever, you can hire an exterminator. Exterminator can come in, remove it, repair the damage, and then that certification will stand. But, like, with paranormal, how would that work? Bring in Zach Baggins. He'll take care of it. Well, for, but for real. I mean, you're going to have to do something like that. It's going to have to be somebody that's going to come in to declare that it is. I got to tell you, if selling my house depended on Zach Baggins. <laughs> it's over. You're in some trouble. Like, I, don't, I don't know if I can handle that. Mentally. Well, but, but think about it, though. I mean, well, as long as there's no camera pointed at him. Somebody is going to have to come in and make that determination. You'd have a demon there. Well, maybe it's left up to the judge's discretion. And maybe he just goes off of like whether there's been like documentation of paranormal from different people. I don't know. But think about that. Even, even with that, imagine you're going into some court and you get a judge who doesn't believe in anything paranormal at all. And says, no, I don't think there's sufficient evidence for paranormal activity. I mean, what, what is the threshold that you have to have to have it be considered? I mean, I think that you're really seriously opening a huge can of worms with that. And here, here's the one I, on the same place. This is like statistics of like home haunted home buying and stuff. It's kind of a strange thing to rabbit hole to go down. It says 35% of people found erratic pet behavior to support the idea their home was haunted. So if that's what they're basing it off of, erratic pet behavior, like have you ever you, seen a puppy? Like they're yeah, erratic you, all the time. You could have some. You could have critters in the attic that your right. animals are hearing that, well, that you happens. may not hear. I mean, there's all kinds. I of... I mean, my dog will bark at a shadow on the wall caused by the, you know, the tree outside. Like yeah. he's, he's yeah. like a really dumb dog. <laughs> I think it's cool that, that, that paranormal is now coming in and being more talked about and accepted. Boy, that's what I, I was just going to oh, I can't get over the fact that imagine you're about to buy a house. Bobby, imagine we're about to buy a house. And then they say, mm -mm, there's a ghost in there. Then we're defi <laughs> you're definitely buying that house. I mean, you're definitely buying that house at that point in time. Seriously, it would suck. Because I can't live in a haunted house. I like going to them, but I do not want to live with them. What if well, it's a nice ghost? That's some of these statistics are about twenty 23% of people said they wouldn't share any information about paranormal activity in their home with a potential buyer. Would you? 23%. There's a lot of shady people out there. So, I don't know that it's necessarily shady well, because it, can you say beyond a, a shadow of a doubt that it was there? It wasn't in your mind? I mean, <laughs> I mean, you could explain it away as there's been some odd things, sounds, noises, whatever 
and not necessarily say it's a ghost. Mm-hmm. It's true. You know, it's true. But talk going back to your point of how it's becoming more accepted. This this one statistic kind of jumped out at me more than anything else. One in four Americans believes that they live in a haunted house. That's got to oh. be wrong, right? That's Prob- one in four. Twenty five percent of people of all people. I mean, I don't think I live in a haunted house. Okay, there's six people here. Does anybody think they live in a haunted house? No, no I don't. Okay, there you go. There you go. Wrong. Wrong. <laughs> Wrong. <laughs> I, uh, the whole paranormal thing, I remember it was not that long ago. It's been more than a decade, obviously. I didn't believe in this at all. I thought that that was just a bunch of BS, and I made fun of Chris whenever he said, hey, we're doing this thing. I mean, I made fun of him. It only takes one one thing yeah. to but, make a believer. It only takes I one mean, I, time. I grew up very, like, really, like, trying to, like, make everything made scientific sense, logical sense. Like, I believe that that's, like, the basis of how we should live. Like, if you want to find out how something works, it's got to make, like, logical scientific sense. And then I'm hit with this shit of, like, little little girls that, <laughs> in closets whispering creepy stuff that aren't there. And I'm like, how, how do you justify it? I don't know. I think that we do a really good job in general of going out and if there is any other reason for it, we'll get rid of it. You know, we're, we're not, there's some people that will go out searching for ghosts and I'm, I'm well, very I proud think, that we don't do that. I think that's part of what that formal training I mentioned earlier. I said yes. that on the air, right? Yeah. Okay. It's talking about like debunking, like debunking things like, that that's what your job is well, and that's kind of what think, i consider we do right we go well, in i and, think any reputable paranormal team that would be the first thing you would do yeah is debunk something see if you can have a reasonable explanation for it see but it, that depends on whether you really want to get to like the bottom of it or if you're just there to like have some fun i think well, that, yeah. that's right on the money with it i think there's a lot of people that go out on paranormal quote-unquote ghost hunts and their goal is to catch a ghost mm-hmm. so if you come in and you uh, you overly debunk it that, you know, that, uh, the door didn't just slam. That, oh, we'd be a buzzkill for most people. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it would be people that say, Hey, I want to go out with you guys and do that. I said, no, if you really love paranormal stuff, we are the worst people in the country to go with because we're going to come in here. And if there's any way at all to, to say that that's anything but a ghost, that's where we're going to go. Well, you know, somebody... Because I like to I like to watch our Facebook page and see what people comment. And Chris had posted a photo. It was of a man standing there, and then somebody the the original poster said, "Oh, well, he was there by himself, but you can see somebody mm-hmm. on the other side." And then one of the commenters said, "Well, it wouldn't matter if it was really a ghost or not because you guys just go on the scientific side of things." And it's like, yeah, because not everything is a ghost. It's the best compliment I think yeah, we've ever I, received. I, I, I we should frame like, that. I, that's actually like the best piece of feedback we've. They ever said got. something like it wouldn't matter if it really was because you would have to go investigate it because you guys lean on science and it's like yeah that's yes. it, it is Thank you. it is Thank you. it is but <laughs> if that. you are if you're you're asking about you know the, some of the ghost shows and there's a there's a guy that everybody always likes to beat on. Uh, but that guy plays it up. He does, but unfortunately, he sets the standard for what people expect when they right. come, and that is not how all this. I mean, we know that, right? But a lot of the people that only watch ghost shows—that's not the, the standard. I'd like to how set things are. is even above us. Like, I, I'd like for this to be like taken seriously, like in an ac- in an academic sense. It's never going to happen. And studied and and. Because there, I still believe to this day, honestly, that there's a logical explanation for it. I also well, do. I, I have actually wondered what I have thought about some of these. When you look at at some of the uh, residual effect, 
I've kind of wondered if, you know, like uh, if you take a digital recorder and you record something and an image is stored on that, I have often wondered if something happens in nature that that causes that same sort of an effect. Yeah, you know, like that, some Star Trek type shit. Yeah, right. Yeah, you know, th- yeah. that uh, things in science that I have no idea and cannot explain. Oh, I've went down the route. Ra- I've, I've went down, like I've looked at like, uh, yeah, you're starting to get into like, I've thought about like quantum well, but, stuff and well, like but think string about theory. If like, you look at that, a lot of these are by limestone areas. A lot of them are by waterways. Is it possible that maybe that image somehow is being stored, recorded? I would like to think so. You know, just like... So like why like limestone, a recorder though? is. Because I've heard that before. I've heard limestone, limestone. Limestone is always... What always, makes that... It's always viewed as a like conductor. Electrical properties, yeah, like a conductor. Every, there's lots of things that are conductor. I don't, well, I don't remember, and again, I, I don't know. I can't, I can't say that's for sure, but I wonder if some of it... I'm not saying all of it, but some of it is something like that, that, you know, when this happens, it's, it's like if you have a loved one that passes away and you've got home movies of them, I can go home today and watch movies of my mom and dad. My mom and dad are no longer here, but I can watch movies of them. And I wonder if some of this stuff that goes out there is something that is uh, that's stored, that something like triggers it. Yeah. I mean, so many haunted... Like on magnetic tape. Right. Yeah. So many of these haunted locations around the country, though, are by water. Limp Mansion, St. Louis, Waverly Hills, and in Louisville. You know, there there's port cities, river cities, where all this stuff happens. Doesn't Gettysburg have like a river? I don't know. I don't either. You know, everybody talks about the Stanley Hotel in Colorado being so haunted. Well, and and I can't say that that's going to explain away absolutely every single thing, because we've had certainly situations where it's not going to. Uh, When we were at the haunted trailer and we go in there and that voice in a couple of different rooms saying, hey, hey, I mean, that's that's an intelligent type response. But you could also argue that if that was her father, her father's ashes were there. Right. In the trailer. But that's not, not going to be a recording of him. Well, no. But that was an intelligent. That wasn't residual. Right. That's right. True. And then, and, and I've talked to this about this with Chris, too. Like, because everyone always talks about that distinction as well. And I get, like, categorizing the activity, kind of. But to me, like, even that, like, there's got to be something that explains both of them that makes sense. Like, I, I'm, still, I'm still not of the belief that what you're seeing, like, is... Dead people. Is dead people. Yeah. That's just me personally. And I know I'm in the vast minority here, like in the paranormal I didn't believe in any of this at all, but I don't have any other explanation. Well, it's like she said, it, it takes one. Like you got to get that one experience and see it for yourself. Because you can watch Zach Baggins be possessed all day long on TV. Well, and how come we never but, see or hear like puppy ghosts? Like why, why wouldn't a dog have a ghost if we do? Well, a religious person might tell you that dog doesn't have a soul. But again. Well, all dogs go to heaven. Right. Yeah. That's but what I was getting ready to say. I've seen the movie. Oh, because we've never cut. Yep. yep. I I have on a recorder. Unexplained. I have been but in the basement. Creepily whispering at us of my house after one of my cats passed away, and I could have swore I saw her walk through the basement. Yeah, and I've heard of. And and I just I I don't see things, but I was down there one day and I just saw this little black thing, and I could have swore I started crying because I was like, "That is my dead cat," and I know that sounds crazy, but it was just like I couldn't explain it. There was no explanation to see this little black thing walking through the basement. Hmm. Yeah, I have no explanation for that. But there's a room upstairs here at the castle. People feel dogs and cat. What would be a dog or a cat like weave in between their legs? It's upstairs. If so I ever become, be if pets. I do die and become a ghost, if I'm wrong and I die and become a ghost, I want a ghost dog. Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> 
Here's the thing. You got to find the rainbow bridge and then you got to cross it and all your furry friends will be there. So I'd have to go get them and then bring them back. Yeah. To wherever I wanted to haunt the yes. rest. Okay. Yes. There's all kinds of locations around the country, though, that, uh, that have this you know, paranormal activity. Melissa, what do you think is the most active place you've ever been? Waverly Hills. And it's not its not even so much of everybody likes, you know, always talks about it, but there is so much unexplainable things in that building. And there's a lot of death there. I mean, there were thousands of people that died in that building. Mm-hmm. Um, and we've talked about that before, too. The blue Hollywood. light, the blue paranormal blue everybody saw at, the, at Fair Grove, saw it in the body shoot at Waverly Hills. And there's no light in the body shoot. Nothing that would cause that. We saw the, I saw that very blue light in uh, Buffalo in the basement with yeah. Tyler, who does not see things. <laughs> so. Yeah, but that, we also like had a bunch of weird light play that day too. Right, we? but it wasn't blue. I would like for all of us, or some of us, to go down to uh, see the Hornet spook light. See if it's still down there. The Joplin spook light? Hornet. It was originally Hornet spook light. Okay, well, the only one I know of is the Joplin. Well, it's the same Hornet, Hornet was a town, but okay. now it that town's like gone, but it's Joplin Hornet. Yeah. I've, I've heard about that that one for years. I have never, has, has anybody here been to see that? No, I've did heard Melissa did? I have. <laughs> I've been twice. What is it? Can you describe it? You can't get up to it. It's, it's, and I haven't been there since they paved the road. It used to be a dirt road that you'd go down and it would turn and it would be way off in the woods and it would just be this light that was like dancing and then it would disappear and then it would show up somewhere else. It would split. And they have had people go out there and investigate to try to figure out if it's like swamp gas, if it's light from some other road and no one has been able to figure Is out it possible it's, it's a UFO? No, I mean, I mean, I mean, that's kind of outside of our area. I mean, it is unidentified and flying, but it has been there for, you know, years. I want to say at least a hundred years. People have been documenting the light out there and no one can figure out what it is. Does anybody have any theories about what they say it is? Some, uh, I read one about, uh, native American stuff okay. causing a light. I don't know, but it's, I mean, the, the road alone is creepy as all hell, but I, it's, it's an interesting thing to go out and see. What's that spherical lightning phenomena called? Ball lightning? Ball lightning. You ever, you ever seen that? No. Or, or look uh-uh. at it. I mean, this is something that's well documented. That Ball lightning is a, it's a real thing. But that's a real thing. It doesn't look like what everybody says the spook light looks like, but mm-hmm. that's maybe a something weather related. Ball lightning is a real, extremely rare. In the same spot. All the meteorological. That's, yeah, that's part. The supposedly electrical storms have an impact on paranormal activity. Chris always said that if you investigate a place during a, a lightning storm, that it will increase the paranormal activity. I can't say that that's true, but that's what he always said. At least here at the castle, when it storms, the inner, the energy is different. And the only way I can describe it is you just, it's it's almost like there's like this tingle in the air. Like you just feel like kind of charged up, Mm -hmm. if that makes sense. But that happens here sometimes. I mean, that could be a lot of people just like getting nervous and anxious about just a storm, you know? And that's usually me. (laughs) Yeah. Because I mean, I I am a weather fretter. I actually like love thunderstorms for whatever weird, strange reason. Like I enjoy them. Yeah, I like sometimes. peaceful thunderstorms, not like shake your house thunderstorms. Yeah, I like them both. I don't know about the storms thing, because I've read that since I was young on the internet, right? Reading about like electrical things and how it increases paranormal activity. I don't know. I've also heard running water over limestone will do that yep, too. Yep, I've heard that a lot too. And if you're talking about paranormal places and creepy places to go to, I went to the uh, Missouri State Penn uh, to take this historical tour. Didn't do, a, didn't do the ghost tour, 
but I was talking with some of the uh, people at the state pen, and these are people who, as a whole, don't believe in ghosts. The lady in the gift shop, we were there, and it was a day of a uh, severe thunderstorm was coming through, and she referenced it. She said, well, uh, we're going to have a lot of activity over at the uh, the main prison because there's a severe thunderstorm. And anytime there's a thunderstorm, the activity uh, fires up. So I go in and I'm asking some of the guys that are there that are giving the tour. The guy that was giving the tour, one of the guys had been an actual prison guard there starting in like 1984. Another guy had been a maintenance guy there at the prison since the 1980s. And they were the guys conducting the tour. So these are, are people that have had a lot of experience with the facility. And I said, do you guys believe in the uh, paranormal ghost stuff? And he said, well, I don't know. And I said, so is that, a, <laughs> is that a I do or I don't believe in it? He said, well, I'd like to tell you I don't believe in any of that. He said, but I was sitting in my office uh, when the prison was still open, and I was sitting away typing on some stuff, and I turned around and uh, like a, some sort of a, 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 a tool uh, was thrown completely across the uh, room and ended up stuck in the wall by his head. And he said, nobody was in the room. This is a big object that got thrown across there. He said, can I tell you it's paranormal? No. But can I tell you that, that nobody was in the room to throw it? Yes. So I, I can't explain how that's possible. And then he talked about, he said, you will be on the lower level and you will hear uh, footsteps going on the upper level of, of it. And he said, we're talking about through 20 and 30 feet of concrete. He said, so even if there were people up there walking, you shouldn't be hearing that. He said, can I say that's paranormal? No. But, and these are the guys that were not the ghost tour people. Right. And that's always the most credible stuff for me is when people, you know, I'm, you guys, everyone here knows I'm a big UFO fan. Right? Yeah. Whether it's aliens or like secret government stuff, it's all pretty interesting to me regardless. Right. Yep. And the best, the very best anecdotes you can find are like people you would not military personnel, pilots. And they like, always react like that. They say, well, I don't know. They always say that. He's like, well, I'd like to tell you, I, don't, I never believed in this stuff, but I was watching tell you what they saw. I was talking with Chris the other night, and I was watching a special on National Geographic, and they had all of these guys on from the 1960s, and things had flown over nuclear facilities. And the, These are the commanders mm -hmm. of the places. So this is not just some, some guy uh, right. out, out there, and he says, our weapons were completely deactivated when this happened right. you know so i like that kind of stuff and that, I, like it's that's a guy who was not there's nothing in it for him right right in fact he could be he could be actively harming his career by yes. saying that yes so like it gives him credibility and that, you've heard like cops talk about ghost stories yes like paranormal stuff um before too i've, I've had a lot well, of we've had police respond to the nursing home before that uh would either, like refuse to go in a room or yeah or talk about what they've seen there that happened to the uh, second Willard house we were at. Remember that? When, uh, before they called us in, that... Um, oh, she called the cops. Yeah, the she cops, didn't know what yeah, to do. The cops came out there. Yeah, And right. uh, yeah. while the cops were there, her, what she told was that while the cops were there, a lamp got thrown or something like that. And then the cops wouldn't go back in her house. Yeah, I remember that. The police wouldn't go back in. That's what. That's why we ended up getting called. Mm, don't blame them. You know, we ended up getting called. I'll never forget that day. Whenever I was uh, getting off work and I was, I was on my way home and Chris called me and says, hey, we got a huge problem at Barbara's house. I need you to stop by uh, Barbara's. And I said, I don't have any gear with me. I don't have anything with me to, to do anything. He said, just, just go there. Just you walking in there is going to make her feel better. 
So I, I arrive. She's like, oh, my God, thank God you're here. And it's, it's like she thinks I've got a proton pack on or something. I'm going to be able to do something. <laughs> I walk into her house. I look down the hall, and I see a giant shadow figure swoop across the entire house. It, 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 it's a monster, like a stereotypical ghost thing. And at the same time that's going on, her entire house shakes like an explosion has gone off. And I'm standing there watching this happen. It was terrifying. And, you know, she says, oh, I'm so glad you're here. And I'm like, boy, I'm not. You know, <laughs> this is, this is not, a, not a good situation to be in. But uh, I, I've been there and seen that happen. I like reading those. Um, I like reading those stories of people that, that you would, like you said, you wouldn't expect. Like, right. It gives yeah. credibility. And... No, and it's always the, it's the, the, the person that, uh, that wants you to prove that their house is not haunted, to prove that they're not crazy. That wants you to find. I always get excited on those. Yeah, the, the, that. that person says, "Hey, tell me, tell me what this is, and don't use the word ghost." Yeah, I, I like it when they say, "I, I just want, I just want to make sure that you know, I, I want you to prove that I'm not crazy." Type thing. More dark matter next week with Midwest Ghost Hunters. 